Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Blasted. Blasted. <laughs> With guest host Susie Schuster. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Don't fumble. Do you know back in the day, Chris, the rule was if it was an incomplete pass in the end zone, you lost the football? It was a turnover? That's a great rule, too. Oh, that's as dumb as I've ever heard. You don't believe that. Today's guests. NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Emmy-nominated host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Basketball Hall of Famer, Shaquille O'Neal. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. All right, boys, pay attention. Back in the chair. Hi, everybody. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, who is in Indy to call the game on Saturday. By the way, good news for me. I found out it was Saturday. I thought the game was Sunday. thought he was coming home on Sunday night. Found about new things this morning when you landed in Indy this morning, Chris ruin, Brockman. Does that ruin all your plans? Did you have, like, yeah. Girls a night. great Saturday night planned, and now Rich is going to be back, and you're like, oh, you ruined it. We're, we're watching Home Alone and oh, Home Alone 2 on Saturday. Nice. It's a double header with Taylor. Double I want to let you know that. It's going to be fantastic. You're all welcome to stop by the house hey. and watch Home Alone. Hi, Mikey D. How are you? Good morning, Susie. Good to how see you. Doing? TJ, see you. how are you? I brought your favorite croissants this morning. They're right they're, over they're there, there for they're you. Really? I already had one. They're yeah. Delicious. How you it, doing? It's a good morning. It's a good... Not, I don't know what kind of morning it is for Brandon Staley. Ooh, I would uh, say the opposite. I don't know what kind of morning it is for Chargers fans out Ooh. there. Great morning. Horrible would come to mind. For Raiders fans. Raiders. I think Mark Davis is celebrating in some ways, maybe in Vegas, that we don't <laughs> want to know about. Oh, but, I would uh, love to know. Well, by drinking wow, like water. Did you see that uh, water shot of him sure. with all the water? Sure. Apparently the water is free and plentiful in yeah, the desert these days. Things have changed you know since the days of Chinatown, etc. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, was that a game or was that a boat race last night, guys? I'm not yeah. sure what I saw last night. I mean, it wasn't even a boat race. It was just an absolute ass-kicking, and that's yeah. kind of what... I don't know if anybody thought that was going to happen, but it was clear. I don't. What, at what point did the Chargers give up? Was it 21 nothing? Was it big man re- football fumble recovery? But at one point, Austin Eckler got a first down and then did a whole, like, first down celebration, it seemed like. It I was like, know, wait, I, dude, it's, it, you're, a little, you're a little behind. TJ, I didn't know Austin Eckler was still in the NFL. <laughs> oh, that's the, the cold. Use him. That dude has been on a milk box all yeah, yeah. season. Team record 63 points, the third most by a team in Super Bowl era, second most in NFL history by a team shut out the, the week, week before. <laughs> and that's what Antonio Pierce said, the interim coach, saying like he was 
in a frenzy. He was fired up and he had to do something coming off of that loss last week in four days rest. Little bananas, TJ. I tell you, I'll be quite honest. I didn't really have much interest in this game going into yesterday, right? I didn't have any fantasy players neither one or my team but I tell you that that was one of the more entertaining games just from someone who had nothing on the line just watching as a fan that was amazing like every time you looked up it was like touchdown 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 Raiders 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 I I had a blast watching this game 12 touchdowns in the game not one field goal attempt (laughs) just all extra points our text chat during the game last night was was, crazy it was it was phenomenal like I, I I felt like Richard Sherman uh uh, post game, I said midway through the second quarter, Chris, I was like, uh, how long does the coach make it? Does he make it out past halftime? Will they let him go? But they, well, that's it, what Sherm said. I mean, Sherm all but said it. Joke about it. Right? It's just a joke. Like, oh, he's going to get fired at halftime. But you felt like maybe that actually could happen. <laughs> like if Mark Davis game. was the owner of that team, not the Spanoses, oh. could that have actually happened? Right. Or you know, if George Steinbrenner was coaching the uh, the Chargers, totally would have been fired. Right? A Billy Martin-style execution? I mean, execution. Only, the, only the sickos were really watching that game. If you're a diehard gambler or if you then, happen <laughs> to have... I mean, look, I had a little you bit. Know, I mean, but I if, you had, like, like Devontae, said, I no... if you had Devontae Adams in fantasy yeah. or maybe you had to start Eckler, I started Josh Palmer, so he didn't even get a target in the first half. And yeah, I was like, well, sweating it. all right, I rolled the dice. <laughs> uh, it came up, snake eyes. I, I crapped out. And, and you saw touchdown. And you said, uh, was it Kelly Hartung said at the half to Antonio Pierce, you know, what's happening here? And are you going to hold it? And he said, basically, I'm going to put my foot on the pedal. <laughs> He's stop. He's I mean, like, you can't make up that sideline report, guys. Right. You can't make up that report. Also, just the fact that I guess, the, the, like I said, I had no skin in the game monetarily, but I'm just sitting the whole time thinking fantasy implications. Yes. You were down the quarterback. O'Connell's name was someone's name. Who I know. You threw out there, I threw out you, there yesterday. You, and I'm thinking to myself, how many thousands of fantasy playoffs are now changed because someone had to the testicular fortitude to start A and O'Connell on a Thursday night, and now you just you definitely won. I mean, your that's week. the thing. I tweeted that out. I was like, "Are you one of the sickos who started Aiden O'Connell?" Or I saw who that. was that other guy's name? Like Trey Parker oh, or Trey what? Tucker? Trey Tucker. Trey Parker, South Park. Otherwise, going to say, wrong show. If you started that, dude, you are a genius, yeah. and you are winning your fantasy championship. Also, Raider defense. Oh, my goodness. Did they yeah. get 35 points last night, probably? Big that man chugging down after, chugging. That, uh, after that fumble, right? I and mean, then, that was hysterical. Jack Jones with, like, the, the, the craziest. Okay. Oh, we got some, we got some breaking news. Chris oh, wow. man. Adam Schefter Adam reporting. Schefter Adam reporting. Schefter reporting Brandon folks. Staley, peace out. All right, so Brandon Staley just got fired. All right. Oh, there we you go. were wondering if we would get through the first segment of the show today with him intact or out of tack. I don't know who took that over under, but I was wondering. It. Also, uh, Chargers fired GM Tom Telesco. So the Chargers are, They're cleaning according house, to Adam right? Schefter, so the Chargers are completely Well, because the Spanoses looked like the laughing stock of the league after last night. I mean, let's face it. That yeah, was 100%. like, how would he possibly, when someone can opine like Richard Sherman did at the half, should he get fired right now? What are they going to say? I mean, they should have fired him last year. They should have taken Sean Payton. And I know that Brandon Staley is a very attractive and he'll he'll get a job elsewhere. But there's a lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas. And that's a lot of money worth of shoulda, woulda, couldas. Yeah, I mean, look, you never want to celebrate someone losing the, their job. But 
after a performance like that and what we've seen the last few weeks. I mean, no, and then it seems like writing was on the wall for several weeks uh, with Brandon Staley. It's too bad. He's been on here a bunch. Super nice guy. Great guy. Super, super engaging. A great personality. You know, he did a great job with the Rams D before, you know, becoming the Charger head coach. And just never, that, never able to get it going. They, he was supposed to be a defensive guy and... Their defense was always at the bottom of the league and and not a real, not a force, wasn't feared. And and now you got a guy, Justin Herbert, you totally wasted his his rookie contract. And now, you know, he obviously re-upped before the season. So now the, the cap implications are, are there for him. And now you're gonna figure out who's gonna who's gonna write this ship. Yeah. Also, Chris, you talk about bad breaks. I mean, literally and figuratively with his team this year. Herbert breaks fingers on both hands. Yep. And and you, you'd have to imagine if he's playing last night, 63-21 more than likely is not going to be the score of that game. Absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, it just things just went south for them. And, you know, it was – like I said, it, it, it's fun when you sit back and, and you talk about it, like, just as a boat race, like we said. But now the human aspect comes in and you're just like, oh, man, that that's unfortunate. And but how about poor Easton Stick? How about poor Easton Stick? What kind of uh, what kind of debut is that? Yeah, he looked kind of shell shocked. But he also had three touchdowns had th- and, and two hundred and fifty. Like if you had to start, I was kind of joking yesterday, man. I should just yeah, go with Easton Stick. He scored twenty five points in you fantasy. You made a very compelling argument to the point where I thought you really were going. I thought about to doing go it, but yeah, and, and it's his job, you know, the rest of the year to try to get some wins together or, or two, or just put some good tape out there. And you know, it just seems you watched that last night. It, it just seems unlikely and. They're definitely on to 2024 now. What do they do in the draft? Who, who do they go get? Did Schefter say who's who's taking over as interim? Uh, no, it literally just happened seconds ago. Let's see. But you got to wonder now. There's going to be fire up the Bill Belichick trade rumors. Ooh. Fire up Jim Harbaugh. Fire up, you know, who's a hot young coach, Ben Johnson in Detroit. Just fire up all the rumors, well, Chris, man. Here they go. You're overlooking what's staring you right in the face. They've got Kellen Moore there. Now, he's been like... The, Has the, he earned it? I bet th- Kellen Moore steps been, in, don't you think, TJ? I, I, I have no idea. I, I, Matt, you know, Tony Romo crowned him as a, as a future head coach, I think his second year as a play caller in Dallas. So it would seem obvious that, like, all these people are saying he, he could be next. If you have him right there, I'm sure he'll probably get a look for the rest of the season mm-hmm. would make sense, but what do I know? But why wouldn't they done that? I mean, I, I kind of said it on overreaction Monday podcast a few weeks ago. Like they should have done it. Give, if you're going to do it, obviously this was coming. Couldn't have seen 63 to whatever last Yeah, but night. you didn't see Herbert breaking his finger either. You know what no, I mean? But it was like, still going probably... south. Like we've been talking about Brandon Staley losing his gig for about six weeks. So if you're just going to put Kellen Moore in there for a three week audition, why didn't you make it a six, seven, eight week audition? It was right there. You had an opportunity. It, it is the slowest ripping off of a band aid yeah, that absolutely. we've seen in recent history. Great analogy. Thank you. You're welcome. I ripped off a bunch of band aids in my past, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. <laughs> but it's, but that's, that's exactly that's what it is. That's literally what happened. Yeah. Like, we've been talking about this since when did it kind of look like it was going south for the Chargers? Super early, October. We, yeah, and we were just like, three? man, should they just get rid of Staley now and give Kellen Moore a shot to see if he's really the guy? And it was just kind of like one hair millimeter at a time, rip off Band-Aid, 
And then by then you're just like, ah, just do it already. And as Sean Payton writes the ship in Denver, don't you think the Spanos was right there? Sean Payton was right there. What was I doing? The leaks were out there. He wanted to be the Chargers coach. He didn't want to leave Los Angeles. Yeah. Again, why would you not want to be the Chargers coach? You know, contrary to what a lot of people in the country think, living in Southern California does not stink. Uh, You're playing in, you know, the 10th, 11th wonder of the world in SoFi Stadium. You have uh, what most people believe to be a generationally talented quarterback. It's very appealing, I would think. And you, you know, on a lesser scale, you've got probably the best set of uniforms in the entire National Football League to work with. So, But that's it. If all we're really talking about is how great the uniforms are and about, (laughs) you know, everyone talks about Herbert's potential, how great Austin Eckler is. And then nothing happens. Yeah, you have yeah. to make a whole scale change, wholesale change. Yeah, yeah. It was time or scale. It was time. I mean, at what point do you think Dean Spanos, uh, Chargers owner, made the decision? Was it when the twenty-one was nothing, on twenty-eight nothing, thirty-five nothing, forty-two nothing? Like at which you know, I think what, when they, what point? When they cut to him in like the middle of the third, just sitting in the bar in the box, and it was all dark. And it was and like fifty-six to seven. Right? I, I I think at that point he was like a change. Sam Cook, a change is going to come. You know? I don't know. I mean, I worked in Los Angeles in two thousand. And back then, we were talking about strange decisions that the Spanos family was making with the Chargers. Right. So sometimes, you know, yeah, uh, everything changes and nothing changes at the same time. This is a tough one, though. I mean, what a morning to wake That's up. That's too bad. What a morning to wake up as a Chargers fan. Um, I was listening to Dan on the way in, guys, as I always do. And a guy calls in, and he was an Angels fan and a Chargers fan. Oy, and I just oy, thought, oy. oh, it's a dark Christmas for this guy. Yeah. Um, That's brutal. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, one of our uh, great producers at home, Smitch, is a Chargers-Dodgers fan. Oh, Smitch. So, so he was like, you know, as bad as the Chargers were, are, at least I have the Dodgers who are willing to spend every last dollar to make their team a championship winner. Also, nothing says how bad your football team is when you're talking about baseball in December. It's not even Christmas. And he's like, thank goodness for the Dodgers. <laughs> it's so crazy. All right, Chargers fans, we want to hear from you. How you feeling? Feeling, how you feeling today? I think we need, I think we need a therapy session, today? guys. I'm just saying, React firing it up. Dr. <laughs> Schuster is in. Call me. Let's talk. Are you Okay. You're not alone. Call 844-204-RICH. That's 844-204-RICH to talk about your problems today. I'm sure they're charges related. That's it. Oh, see, the phone lines light up. The minute there's a problem, they know I'm here. I'm cheap therapy. Give us a call. Um, Rich will call in in the second hour. We'll talk to him from Indy. He flew to Atlanta yesterday, had to stay overnight there. Wait, missed what? his connection. Oh, yeah, misses his connection. <laughs> oh, no, wait, really? Yep. He didn't Miss mention any of this in the chat yesterday. landing this morning. Oh, yeah. I didn't see any of that. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was confused. confused. He stayed overnight in a hotel by the airport. Got a good night's sleep. He didn't, by the way, he didn't even mention this in the group chat. He did not. So, and it's unlike him not to mention yeah. He was complaining about the Wi-Fi. He didn't complain? I was going to say, okay, there's going to be a He was complaining about, about the Wi-Fi. Right, right, right. Okay, well, there's. it wouldn't be a... It wouldn't be a group chat without a complaint or two, but, you know. Nope, stayed overnight and flew on, landed in Indy just now. I just got the update. Okay. Breaking news, Rich is in Rich. Indy. Uh, and Shaquille O'Neal will join us in the... Oh, God. Check this out. I just hope whoever sat next to him 
kept his shoes on and uh, did not have a Bloody Mary. That's all I ask. If you're sitting next to Rich yeah, on a plane ever, please guy, right? don't. Oh, God, he hates it. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, the phone lines are going up. It's because there's complaints. Yeah. It's complaints, I right? I don't know if any of our the listeners started Aiden O'Connell yesterday. Yes, what about his stash? What about his mustache? I mean, it's really creepy. It's, really it's creepy. ridiculous. He looked like that fourth grade, really that creepy. kid in like fifth or sixth grade, 11, 12, who like, Hit puberty early, so he got the baby yes. face, but he's the got way, the mustache. Yes. By the way, that, that was me. That was, <laughs> that was me. I had the 12-year-old mustache. Coop's got it. Coop's, yeah. got, Coop's got the dark right, hair. So here's the deal. We Call us anyway, but yeah. especially if you started either, what is his name? Trey Tucker? Yeah. If you started Trey Tucker, Aiden O'Connell, or the Raider D, call us. If, if you can prove. If you're a Charger yeah. fan and needs some, need some therapy, call us. There ain't no way you started Trey Tucker. Hold on. Let's go. Camera one. If you can prove that you started these guys and you can send Chris a screenshot, we will send you Rich Eisen show gear. Okay. (laughs) And we're going to, we're going to send you a nice Christmas present, but I want proof that you did. If you need help, 844-204-RICH. Let's go. The doctor is in. All right. I'm just saying. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal will call in in the third hour. He will zoom in. He had a Shaq uh, festival yesterday. He was Shaq a Claus again, which uh, look, you know, you know, one thing I love doing on this show is I love showing off some of these guys' personal sides. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I love about Shaquille is just how generous he is. And so yesterday was a kickoff and I have great photographs and, can you imagine you're some little kid in Atlanta and you walk into your <laughs> elementary school and, and it turns Shaq. into the North Pole Mary, and there's Mary Shaq. Shaq. The biggest human you've ever seen. The biggest human you've ever seen wearing a Santa cat. <laughs> one thing I al- love it. One thing also I won't do. Last time Shaq called, he uh, he yelled at me for interrupting you while you were talking. So I don't want to have that happen again. So I'm going to make sure I, I don't step over or on you today. Because I don't need Shaq having issues with me, Susie. Nobody. Well, Thanks for that, that, TJ. Thank yeah. you for that. Also, Susie, do you like shrimp cocktail, Susie? Disgusting. Oh, oh God. God. Susie, rich. Jeez. Oh, Susie. It's so, raw shrimp, man. Wow. It's- my brother, Scott, who you know well, um, it's his favorite food. And when I was a kid, if there was some uh, around, he would grab it immediately. I, of course, developed a severe disgust and dislike for it because he loved it so much. Gotcha. He will eat it for breakfast. It's repulsive. Wow. No thanks. That's aggressive. You like it? I, I I love shrimp cocktail. Breakfast is a little aggressive, but everything about everything, everything about, about shrimp is, cocktail is aggressive. Oh, I thought you everything about Scott was aggressive. Well, every, everything about Scott is also aggressive, but except for that he's come on, he's that mass hole who's totally like touchy feely. Oh, you need you need you need people like a mass hole with a heart of gold. Yeah. He is. I mean, yeah. he yeah. he runs the Jimmy Fund uh, for for kids with cancer in Boston. He runs the Boston chapter. He's like yeah, a sweet soft yeah. guy. Also, if Scott was the GM of the Chargers, oh he, my would, God. he would have fired Staley in week 1. He would have he wouldn't have hired him. He would have fired him and and by the way burned every bridge in town well since we're giving schusters that live on the east the shout out you know jack your nephew chris and i are in a group chat all three of us at like seven o'clock this morning did yeah, we not struck get out. the Kobe Grinches oh, on the sneakers app. So yeah, also call us if you score the Kobe's. Yeah, on I got it. <laughs> if you sorry. have good sneakers, call us. If you need it. therapy, call us. If you want to show me a screenshot that you started. 
Torrison stick or who else? Trey Tucker. It, I mean, Trey Tucker. Aiden O'Connell, Trey Tucker. Chris Tucker. Uh, Chris Tucker. <laughs> Trey Parker. The Raiders D. At Raiders D. I want to see Raiders Matt D Stone. screenshots. Yeah. You guys, I'm the one who holds the key to all the swag. Like, By the way, we're not giving swag if you start the Raiders defense. No, so. no, no. no. no but but I'm in a good mood. I want to hand Literally stuff out. swag for Trey Tucker. Yeah. Trey Tucker. That's it. Yes. Or Aiden, Chris Tucker. Aiden, if you started Chris Tucker, yeah, for sure. That'd be so funny. Yeah. I'm all about I'm all about handing this out. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Um, should we take a break? Let's do it. It's break time. Why not? Take a break. When we come back, more NFL discussion, more NFL Tommy talk. P. Tommy P joins us. That's all ahead on the Rich Eisen Show. He's got good hair. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How are you, George? Um, I'm happy to be here, Rich. Are I'm you, happy to talk to you again. Are you really, George? We saw your Instagram, George. We saw it. We saw it. You saw it? I don't mean to interrupt what's going on. You know, you're on vacation with your wife, right? There in Cabo. Is that what's going on right now? Did I see that? Hey, between you and me, and don't tell anybody else, yes. I am actually back in Nashville. That's that's from last week. I was <laughs> <tired of it. laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> And here I was, you know, say, say, go say hi to McVeigh and uh, go say hi to, you know, Stafford. But there you are. Okay. So this was last week. You were on the Okie yeah, Doke. No, I, I was saying I was Kyle Shanahan instead. Okay. That's kind of my. That's your speed. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Good. Now I don't feel as bad. I don't feel. <laughs> I feel like. Chris, I'm gonna... I'll go to Cabo with you too, man. You look like you know how to have a good time. <laughs> well, here's my deal, George. George, here's my deal. Um, and this is—it's not just because I'm a 51-year-old man. This is the way I've been my entire life. Tequila is a night ender for me. Like literally, if it's two in the afternoon, which I would never really do these days, anyway, I, it's over. My my night's over. Finished. I can. I know it's something like a blast, but you know it's true. Tequila and I, I just don't mix with tequila. Never have. Rich, you should see the look that my dad just gave the phone after hearing you say that. That tequila is my day started. 
when I <laughs> What are we doing? All right, you, you should just come to Tennessee and we'll get that fixed for you. Okay. So what is your... It's, it's a mindset and you just power through it. Okay. It's a mindset. I never really thought about that. So what's your, what is your libation of choice uh, when on vacation, George? What, you, what is it? Ooh. What's your go-to? Uh, well, besides, besides Bud Light, I'm a, I'm a big pina colada guy. And I uh, absolutely, uh, I love uh, tequila just in general. Okay. Uh, I'll drink that without anything. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk powered by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger's got the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Tom Pelissero now joins us, NFL insider from NFL Network. Obviously, the big news this morning was Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco getting let go after their huge loss to the Raiders. Uh, let's just look at the other sideline because we already know that news. Did the win last night secure the job for Antonio Pierce? I don't think it secured the job. I mean, coming off especially a really, really disappointing type of a game. I do know, you know, we had Max Crosby on the Insiders last week, and he's been effusive in his praise of uh, Antonio Pierce. Certainly there are players that like him a lot. Mark Davis is inclined just based upon the personality traits and the fact that he's a Raider and all those things to give Antonio Pierce a real look. But the Raiders job is potentially very attractive as well. They have to go through a search process no matter what. They can't just hand it, even though Antonio Pierce is a minority, they can't just hand it to him. You have to run a process. You have to do an external search. Uh, so they will have to go through that. Look through Mark Davis's uh, track record here. You know, he's always gone since he took over for his dad after the big fish, whether it was bringing back John Gruden, bringing in Josh McDaniels, even though, you know, at the time he brought in McDaniels, they had just made another run with a temporary coach in Rich Passaccia, and they got into the playoffs that year. You know, if Antonio Pierce does the same thing, it certainly becomes more possible, and they are, you know, amazingly enough, hovering on the edge of the playoff picture at this point. But, you know, you're 6-8. and eight. You've had highs and lows. You know, you've had some inconsistencies. I give Antonio Pierce credit for, I did a story on this on Sunday, bringing in a bunch of former coaches. You know, you saw Marvin Lewis last night's there in Raiders gear. Pierce played for him. Tom Coughlin, those two talk like every morning, first thing about the schedule and everything that's going on. Tom was in the building last week. Adam Gase was in the building last week because he's close with uh, the offensive coordinator, Bo Hardegree. He's trying to learn on the job. He's not just trying to win a couple of games here. Is it enough? You know, there's not a, a ton of precedent for hiring a head coach who's been an NFL linebackers coach for two years and held a variety of roles uh, over a handful of years at, at the college level. But Antonio Pierce also has something that not a lot of NFL coaches do, which is strong track record as a player. He's been a Super Bowl champion. He's obviously got juice. You can tell that right away. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see how Mark Davis plays this thing out, especially because the last time that he moved on from interim coach, obviously the results didn't improve. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the Spanoses and Mark Davis, two of the harder to read coaches or owners in the NFL. So this makes it even that much more complicated. But you have to wonder that Antonio Pierce seems to have the guys in the locker room who are loving him, loving playing for him. And Mark Davis loves these big splashy wins like he had last night. You could see it. I mean, he looked giddy, Susie. If you yeah. watched him like in the box after the after the that crazy pick six that Jack Jones had, and he's going like home alone style. Like, I can't believe what I'm witnessing right here. Like with, um, the, seven, know, Mark, with the seven bottles of water in front of him, I believe. Water, right. Uh the <laughs> Mark is uh listen, Mark's about one thing. 
is he he wants to win. And I, I talked to him briefly at the owners' meetings. Like all he cares about is winning. He won back to back WNBA titles, which he's really proud of with his aces. He's trying to get it right with the Raiders. Does he feel like these guys? Who remember? It's not like he was you know fired Josh McDaniels at the time because he wanted to install Antonio Pierce. He just knew he wanted Josh out of the building, and then just talked to a bunch of people like, who do I hire now? He landed on. Antonio Pierce. And there certainly are guys, some of those important players like a Max Crosby who've spoken up, but again, you still have to figure out, is this sustainable? Much like we've talked about with some of these young quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks that have stepped in and Holy cow, Josh Dobbs is great for two games. Wow. Tommy DeVito is lighting it up. It's a way different thing between one, two, three games and actually doing it for a full season. We've seen the best with Antonio Pierce as the interim coach. That was last night against, granted, a, a Chargers team with a backup quarterback making his first NFL start. We've also seen them get shut out 3 to nothing at home in a completely lifeless environment. Which one is it? They got three more games to show them. You mentioned the owners' meetings. What was the most interesting thing that happened down there? I thought the most interesting thing was some of the rules discussions and specifically the way that NFL officials, including Roger Goodell, spoke about them um you know with regard to the hip drop tackle Goodell flat out said what we'd all been told which was we want to get it out of the game and they're coming up with ways to define it they've seen too many injuries the fact that Tyree Kill got hurt on Monday night on a hip drop tackle literally as owners were arriving that was one more point uh, that they could hammer home on top of Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson and some of the other guys who have gotten hurt on that tackle uh we also heard Troy Vincent who's the head of the football operations and is heavily involved in officiating and rules speak up and say, in essence, we don't want to ban the tush push. The Eagles do it better than everyone else. That's not a reason to ban something. They don't have any type of data that's sufficient enough to say it's more dangerous than another place. So it sounds like that may survive. And then with regard to the kickoff, you heard, um, you heard Troy Vincent say it's a dead ceremonial play now, which is kind of what they were going for when last year they instituted the rule where you could fair catch the ball inside, you know, your 25 yard line, get the ball brought out. They knew that the returns were going to go way down. Now they're using that very data to say, listen, returns are way too far down. We can't just go on like this with a non-competitive play, which we've heard that phrase before back when they moved the extra point to where it is now, as opposed to from the, whatever it was, the two, three yard line. That was because, well, we can't have a non-competitive play. Kickoffs are now a non-competitive play. So Vincent said they're going to convene a committee of head coaches and special teams coordinators. And they've been discussing this for years and years, uh, but they want to cope with alternatives. And it might take something really bold that's not a kickoff looking play to supplant this. Otherwise, you know, five years from now, instead of having a dead ceremonial play, we'll just spot the ball at the 25-yard line like you're playing pickup on Thanksgiving Day and go from there. How about Chris Brockman's favorite, the fumble through the end zone? Uh, Brockman, by the way, TJ, all the boys in the studio, what's up, guys? Well, hey, Tom. How you doing, Tom? Love you guys. Susie comes right in. It's like the first question just... Bang! Immediately. <laughs> uh, I, I like um. I like to use uh, a paucity of words. I don't have to spend the yeah. day like buttering you up. We can get right to it. It's not a game. That's always been one of my theories too about doing radio or, or TV, which is just start the show. You don't need to spend five minutes. We're gonna have that. Just just start the show. So Tom, Tom, you don't know this. My brother you. listens and he critiques every time I'm on. My brother Scott. Hi, Scott. Uh, and uh, Schuster, what up? He'll say like, "You spend too long asking that question. Get right to it." So I, I hear about it on the other side of this. No, you're, you're very direct, and I appreciate Thank that. Uh, the fumble through the end zone, that was another really interesting one. You're right, because you heard Troy Vincent reference maybe this is too punitive, which is the argument the people 
who have been in favor of changing that rule have often made, which is you can spot the ball back at, let's say, the 25 or the 40-yard line or whatever without having it become a touchback. I personally believe that six points being the most that you can earn on any single play, that there also needs to be a risk factor involved if you're going to extend the football, toss it at the goal line. If you're going to get the most points you can, you also have to take on that risk that something really bad could happen. And it's also, I think, significant when you're talking about the sudden change that can happen in NFL games, that you have something that can happen down at the goal line other than a fourth down stop, a field goal, or a touchdown. So I personally think the rule should stand, but the fact that Troy Vince is out there saying it publicly does mean that at minimum we are going to have a healthy debate on this come February and March. Two more minutes with Tom Pelissero. How about C.J. Stroud? Is he playing? We'll see. There, The Texans are going to be on the practice field shortly. Didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. He's in the concussion protocol. That's always out of everybody's hands in terms of the timetable. But if he's not at least limited in the Friday practice, then basically the hourglasses run out and it'll be Davis Mills against the Titans. Last question. Have to ask for personal reasons. Belichick, what's happening in New England? What are you hearing? I know there were reports uh, earlier this week about whether a decision had been made and the same reports also saying that decision could still change. What I know as we sit here right now, Susie, is there's not been that big conversation between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick where they finalize exactly what is going to take place. It's hard to envision a world, as Al Michaels referenced on a broadcast a couple of weeks ago, where Robert Kraft flat out fires Bill Belichick. So could you be in a scenario where there is a trade? Could there potentially even be a reassignment, which seems less likely because by all indications, Bill Belichick wants to continue to coach, wants to continue to pursue records. They've got three weeks to figure it out. You would think with a lot of coaches, if you were in this spot, you would make decisions and make an announcement or get the news out and let it be the, the great goodbye tour. Bill Belichick is also not somebody who probably is apt to embrace uh, a scenario like that. And so, you know, this reminds me back of Andy Reid's final year in Philadelphia, where the season was just kind of getting away from him after a very long period of success there. It ended with Andy Reid, I think it was the day after the season, in the cafeteria, giving a goodbye to all the staff members, and they're cheering him on the way out the door. And listen, it worked. They end up after the Chip Kelly uh, experiment. They end up with Doug Peterson. They win a Super Bowl. Now they got Nick Sirianni, and he's going to a Super Bowl. And you've got the Chiefs, who you know have won a couple under Andy Reid. You know, Bill Belichick, based on the fact that he's what 71, 72 years old, probably doesn't have as long here that he's still going to be going after it. But once again, by all indications, Bill Belichick wants to continue to coach. So if in fact the Crafts make the decision that they're going separate ways. There's different ways this could play out beyond the normal uh, Black Monday firing. Okay, I lied. One more question. What are we not talking about that you think is interesting out there that we're not hitting? Well, I, th I would say this, uh, just in terms of, you know, the potential other openings. Obviously, we're micro-focused on the Chargers right now, but there's there's so much at stake uh, over these next, uh, you know, three, four weeks here for a lot of different coaches and GMs in the NFL. And part of the reason we have such a muddled picture as we sit here in mid-December is there's only two teams that are eliminated from playoff contention. It's the, the Patriots and the Panthers. Everybody else is still technically alive at this point, which a lot of times can slow down the decision-making process. When they went to the extra playoff team, when they went to the 17th game and there was a lot of discussion about, oh, this is going to water down the product. The season's getting too long. You're going to have teams getting in with with 500 or losing records. 
The NFL stance, and I agree with it, is basically look how many more fan bases are engaged right now. Under the old rules, shorter season, you'd have two games left. You'd have one fewer playoff spot. Seven and six would be the cutoff in the NFC. Right now it's six and seven. I'm not saying that we want to watch a team that goes seven and ten, eight and nine, get into the playoffs, but with regard to everybody playing meaningful football outside of a couple of teams down the stretch here, that part of it has worked, and it's going to be bananas, Susie, over the next few weeks here when you look at all the different playoff scenarios and how this could play out. Now you're not wrong. Thank you so much for your time. We'll go back to work. I know that we get you in between live shots. We really appreciate your time. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a very long day, I think, for poor Tom. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be live shots around the clock. Around the clock, live shots. Better day for him than Brandon. Uh, so let's talk about um, callers. Our phone lines are lit. Let's yeah. do it. What you I'd like it. to do, with your permission, gentlemen, yes, take a break and then give some people some help that they need. So we want to go, go full calls. In I want to go segment. full calls. Full calls. That's because, what we're here for. Look, I mean, you know me. I like talking to people. You That's do. That's why I'm here. You're a people person, despite being from New England. Yeah. Which, by the way, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I, I'm a walking oxymoron. <laughs> Better than just a moron. But yeah, let's take some calls. I mean, this is so great. And the guys are like, well, you don't have any swag. I'm like, I have a secret stash. Whoa. So I'm just saying, when you come back, uh, callers galore. Talk to the guys out in the field. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. You want to explain to me how uh, you, what you told me on Monday that Rudy has heard what I've had to say about this subject matter? <laughs> this is the best part. Is so I haven't told my guys what, about this, but please, I give you the floor. Is this true that Rudy, that this, what I have said into this microphone has filtered in the direction of Mr. Rudiger? <laughs> Directly to Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. And um, it, it was very interesting. I have not talked to Rudy. Angelo has. Okay. And apparently Rudy was pretty incensed, incensed enough to go to his neighbor, Mike Tyson, <laughs> and ask him if he would train him to get you in the ring <laughs> to put you where you belong. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on a second. Back the truck up. Hold on. So the real Rudy yes. lives in Las yeah. Vegas next to Mike Correct. Tyson? Who he has apparently yeah. asked for. Or, uh, like like training, training tips? advice, so he could come you know, in my room. I, he could, you know what? Rudy could. I heard this through Angelo. <laughs> Angelo spoke to him, but it could have been. I know that Floyd Mayweather. It might have been Mayweather. Oh. Mayweather lived in his neighbor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh. And, and oh, by the way, yes, he was not in the movie. 
what was not in the movie is that when Rudy was at Holy Cross and he was, you know, uh, you know, trying to come off as a Notre Dame student, getting in the cheering section, painting the helmets, all that. He also joined what they called, and I don't know if they do it today, but it was a campus-wide boxing tournament, and it was called the Bengal Bouts. And dudes, he won it. <laughs> as a Holy Cross student masquerading as a Notre Dame student. And he won. The, and we had it originally in the script, but we had to cut it out. Well, yeah. now hearing about um, his ability to fight. Yeah, and you better start playing fight, nice with Rudy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Boy, what a great film this is, David. I mean, now that you tell me the backstory, I mean, wow. It's, uh, it's quite a moving uh, piece of uh, cinema that you put together. <laughs> Susie Schuster here on The Rich Eisen Show. As promised, the doctor is in. I think there's a lot of people in pain after last night's loss for the uh, for the Chargers and to the Vegas Raiders. And we're going to open the phone lines up because I think it's time. I think it's time. Josh, in Chicago, you are up first. Hi, Josh. How are you? Hi, hi Susie, and hi, everybody at the studio. Uh, what up, what a pleasure it is to call on you guys today. Well, we're glad that we're, we're glad to help you out today, Josh. Yes, been a Chargers fan my whole life. Um, don't say that lately; not been easy. Um, I'm sure you guys have already talked about it or heard, um, but we did fire um, Dean, fired um, Staley and Tom today. Yep. Just now, like ten minutes, twenty minutes ago. And I'm here to pound the table. I'm here to pound the table. Let's bring in P. Rivers, Daddy Phil. Let's bring in Philip Rivers as head coach. We can make Jeff Saturday a temporary head coach. We could we could bring in we could bring in we could bring Big Phil here. Dollar dollar Phil, y'all. And best of all, being uh Kyle Shanahan's, you know, secret plan to pull put Rivers in the Super Bowl, you know, if he needed to. You know, hey, we don't need stick next time. Put Rivers in. Let him throw a few balls if uh, Herbert gets hurt. Uh, it's kind of a two and one stone with uh bringing bringing, bringing Rivers in. Oh my God. Do you think he wants wow. to get away from his kids? Maybe uh maybe he's got what, fifteen or twenty kids? Maybe he wants to come and Bill get Rivers away. He has so many kids. He's also coaching high school, you know, in Alabama. So Thank you, Josh. Thank you. How about yes. that? Yes. Uh, that's interesting. Right. Philip Rivers is head coach. We say he has so many kids that old Mother Hubbard looks at him and I wasn't goes, sure what if you doing? meant Philip Rivers to come and just sling again or head coach. I think he means Philip Rivers as yeah, head coach. For the se- rest of the season. He and said. then and then in case Herbert gets hurt again, you got a quarterback. You got a quarterback <laughs> and your head coach. Well, that's what I'm Saying he could maybe be a two for one. That's I never guess. been done before. Has How cool would that be? I'm sure they have. I don't know, but Philip Rivers is head coach. That's interesting. Imagine that Rivers like Herbert goes down. Rivers suits up. He suits up. You know. All right, Raider C. I don't know what the rest of it says, but let's just take another call from Oregon. Yeah. Hello. Line five, Mike. Yeah. Line five, Mike. Raider Corey. Hello. Hi, Raider Corey. How are you? Hello. Thank you very much for taking my call. I feel immortalized speaking to. Sh- Susie Schuster. That's awesome. It's my pleasure. What's up, brother? <laughs> Chilling, man. Anyway, I got my uh, fantasy screenshot of Aiden O'Connell, Samir White, Devontae Adams, and Raiders D for you. Okay. Wow. Chris is going to grab it, your number, and you're going to send it to him, and you're going to get a little free swag. Wow. Yeah. See, because my, my, my wife is a horrible Christmas shopper, and I've always <laughs> wanted a rich icing uh, mug. Stay in, the, uh, stay in the line. Adam, let me tell you Adam something. Your info, buddy. Tell your wife to call me. I'll help her out next year. But we have a mug for you, and that's one less thing to get your, you know, to, to, to get to put underneath the tree for you. Can you tweet us at Rich Eisen Show, the, screen, the screenshot, dude? 
I can do that. Thank you. Stay on the line. Adam will get your info. That is unbelievable. Fantastic. Aiden, what did he say? Aiden O'Connell. No, he said Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Zamir White, and the Raiders. He started all four. Zamir White, he did? Yeah. O'Connell, Zamir White. I missed that part. Devontae and the Raider D. That's crazy. That must have got him 100 points last yeah. night. That deserves the large mug, not even just the small <laughs> mug. That deserves the uh, the economy mug, and that's coming right to you. We got. I found this one in the drawer this morning. With this great Roku Channel one. Oh, that's from the Super Bowl? That this is, is a nice best. one. Yeah, that's a nice one. Coffee. I feel like we should get this one again. It's a, a Camelback Tumblr. travel Tumblr. mug. Those are amazing. That's my favorite Travel mug. Tumblr. When I do the Rich Eisen show, I like to carry a Camelback travel mug. But I this is my favorite, and I yeah. didn't spill in my car this morning, which is very exciting. Well as done. I drove down here oh. with my foot up going 95 miles per hour. Um, <laughs> Jess safe. in L.A., very can safe. we take your call? Jess in L.A. Hi. Yes. Uh, I actually called because, uh, you know, recent head coaching news, and with a guy who might be a little disenfranchised by his current situation, what are your thoughts if Jim Harbaugh landed in either a Patriots hat or a Chargers hat? So, Jess, I love your question, and thank you so much for calling. Selfishly, um, it will rip Rich's heart out. It depends on its, if it's before or after a national championship victory. <laughs> if it's after a national championship victory, I am more than happy to sacrifice my husband's emotions to see Harbaugh in New England. That's kind of fun. Now, if it's for the Chargers, absolutely not stay put in Michigan. Is that a, I think that's fair, Jess. How do you feel about that? Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I am a Chiefs fan, so I wouldn't recommend anybody go there. See, there you go. I mean, Jess and I are on the same page. I think that's great. Jess, great question. I like the fact that it kind of took a cut at Rich at the same time because, yeah. honestly, Jess... It's going to be, um, he's going to need a weighted blanket the day that Harbaugh leaves Michigan. So I'm just saying he might need a little hot chocolate in this here, uh, in this here Rich Eisen Show Roku Channel fantastic coffee mug. So Jess, thank you so much for calling and I appreciate it. Have a happy holiday. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Uh, Mark in Oakland. Mark, how are, how are you, Mark? How are you, Mark? How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm better than Staley this morning, I believe. How are you? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, first off, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Chris, TJ, you, Susie, long-time listener. Sounds awesome. But, you, man. Um, I got my screenshot here. I, I started Ooh, Raider another one. D okay. and Zamir White last night. Raider D and Zamir White. So they got you, what, 40? 40 points? Yeah, about uh, thir- uh, 35. Nice. That is it. And now are you projected to win your matchup this week, or – What's, oh, yeah. uh, what's that looking yeah. like? Definitely with the, the D, the D came in clutch. So, all right. Wow. All right. But, stay, uh, stay on the line. How do you feel about Aiden's mustache? Do you feel like screenshot. this is this is representative? I mean, you want to weigh in on the mustache this morning? I feel like we have to ask a lot yeah, of people how they feel. You know, something that I think is funny is Max Crosby has come out and said he'll grow a mustache out if we make playoffs this year. So that would be cool to see. Maybe like a 1970s Oakland A's. Mustache type of vibe that feels very Dennis Eckersley. Didn't he have that kind of like wasn't well, didn't Raleigh he have fingers, a kind of Raleigh, 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 Raleigh had it too? But remember, Eckersley went for a, a ride yeah, the, too. That kind of mustache, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd like to see that on Crosby, that'd be interesting. Just yeah. just not on the guys in the studio here, <laughs> no, that would not no, be a good no, look. No, no.
I, w- I couldn't take hey, it. I, I got a mustache. How about that uh, AFC playoff run with all the backup quarterbacks? There's like four or five backup quarterbacks going for that playoff spot. Well, the Raiders are technically still alive, right? They they put yeah. themselves in in a much better chance. I mean, they, so they're six and eight. They're technically still alive. Yeah. They would need you know every, kind of everybody in front of them to lose, but uh, not actually out of it yet. They could go nine and eight. Nine and eight's going to get a playoff spot, I think, uh, in the AFC. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. I mean, they get a playoff spot. Doesn't that mean that Antonio Pierce will get that job even sooner? I mean, obviously they'll look around, but he seems like a pretty good candidate. And if he goes yeah. from the seller to a playoff spot, playoffs, playoff spot, then doesn't that pretty much say it's decided? I would, I would say it's you definitely so, more likely but... than not that uh, he's going to be back. But right? you never know. Don't you have a what's more likely today? Yep. You got that? We're going to do that with Rich later on. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, just checking. Sometimes I pay attention. (laughs) Uh, Do we want to, I mean, do we want to go with, uh, is Taylor Swift a distraction for the Chiefs? No. (laughs) Come on. No, no, let's do it. All right, Tom. I want to hear the reasoning. Yeah. Tom, what's your reasoning? Why is Taylor Swift a distraction for the Chiefs? Oh, you're asking me that a lot? I'm asking you that right now on the show. Turn down your radio. I'm going to tell you why, because, you know, I mean, you know, she's, you know, wealthy beyond, beyond imagine. And so I just wonder if a lot of uh, players might resent that. I know that I personally don't have any skin in the game, but, uh, you know, I said, well, wow, you know, like I put her on this level way up here and, you know, now she's got a boyfriend, you know, dirtying up the water, so to speak. And I, I mean that in a, in a funny way, not a bad way, but, uh, I just wonder if that's uh, any kind of distraction on those players, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. But, Tom, I would say, Tom, I would throw right back at you that Tom Brady never made near what Giselle Bündchen made. I mean, she's loaded beyond words. Right. And it didn't distract the Patriots from racking up the rings, right? That was just a question. You know, it could have been a yes or no thing. I mean, you know, as far as uh, I was just wondering, I was kind of looking for more of a response from from every from the panel than I was, uh, you know. I'm just uh, glad that you called in, Tom. I'm just glad that you called in, and I totally appreciate yeah. it. I just was curious yeah. about your perspective too, because I like to hear from what I like to hear what you have to say too. Well, did did, did I answer your question? Okay. Yeah, it was great. You did you okay. did phenomenally well, and I'm so glad that you called in today. Well, thank you so much. Is this going to be on air? This we're on the air. Yeah, it literally we're, just happened on the air. Yeah. I wish, okay. I, hadn't said, I wish I hadn't said all that stuff, but all right. Well, that's good enough for me. I thought you were fantastic, Tom. I thought you were great. Oh, and we really much. appreciate all your right. call. All right, yeah. Tom. So, so Tom thought we were pre-tape or something? I think <laughs> thought we were just screening, screening calls before. I, I think these guys, I, I don't think there are distractions. These guys are so famous. They're used to being yeah. around other famous rich people. They know what their job is, and they do it better than anyone in the world totally so. now the wives on the other hand right now the, the wives want to go to taylor's birthday party let's yes, face it right? i mean i think Brittany mahomes probably becoming friends with taylor swift is probably the greatest coolest thing that's happened to her in a long she's time like, she's like patrick who yeah. are you kidding <laughs> she's two, loving my, that. my two kids great don't care yeah, uh, who are you taylor what are we doing for dinner but no i'm just kidding obviously but yeah no these guys do not get distracted by who's watching no. the games in the stands <laughs> No, not no. in the least bit. I yeah. think it's fantastic. Uh, Tori in Redding, California. Hi, Tori. How are you? Terry. Terry. Hi, Terry. How are you? 
I don't have my glasses hey, on. Going? Hey, how are you? <laughs> Let me put my glasses on. I can't oh, see a thing. Doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You had a good night. You're a Raider fan. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so tell me, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you want to see Antonio Pearson? If, if not Antonio Pearson, I'd love to see Jim Harbaugh come to uh, Las Vegas. That'd be amazing. Um, I just wanted to say it made me so happy on the inside to see Kadarius Tony line up offside. Tell me why. <laughs> happy on the inside? Yes, because I'm a Raiders fan, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it's just any day that Chiefs lose is a really good day. Well, we're so glad that we yeah, were that. able to give you a happy day, Terry. Thank you for the call. We got one more Thank call you. in before we go to break. Do we have time? Nick in South Carolina? Nick, what's up, brother? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing okay. We've sure, got man. two minutes to talk Dolphins. You know, um, I appreciate that. And before we get to that, though, um, uh, I ordered a mug not too long ago from the uh, richeisenshop.com. And uh, it only had a logo on one side. Have we addressed that problem? Because I'd like to get another mug, but uh, with, with two logos this time. Uh, Nick, I'm going to fix that myself. I will f- make sure that you get a double-sided logo. Let me just find out who the heck makes these mugs. And I'm going to uh, okay, I'm going to um, give do them a little have, bit of peace of my mind. Wait a minute, do we have mugs with logos on both sides? Am I missing this? Look. There's one on the desk right oh. now. Uh, must, I don't Nick, have can one. you do me a favor? Can <laughs> you uh, get let let Adam know your your address? And we're gonna right, we're gonna wash this here mug and send it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Deal. So, all right. So with the Dolphins, um, you know, I I believe that uh, the beginning of the season, I did not get a chance to uh, play the uh, oh. win loss uh, game with the fellas, but um, I had the Dolphins going twelve and five, winning the division, making the playoffs, and of course they're still on pace for that. But um, I believe it is evident as of Monday night that uh, Tyreek Hill is the MVP because without Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins uh, is basically shut down. Fantastic. Well, you're not wrong there. I mean, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong there, Nick. Um, Nick, stay on. Give uh, your info to Adam, and we're going to send you this clean version of the Rich Eisen Show mug after the show. I will. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time, and uh, happy holidays to all you people. Happy holidays to you, you too. Be well. I love it when the callers line up. It's fantastic. This is what's what you want to do in talk radio. Uh, Rich Eisen will call in in the next hour, and then third hour, my guy, Shaq O'Claus, Shaquille O'Neal. It's going to be a great, great, great start to the weekend when we come back here on The Rich Eisen Show. I got to tell you, Rich got so many mugs that they were like basically – Remember, you didn't watch Harry Potter yet. Did you read Harry Potter no, yet? No, I did you not will. read or watch. There's a Harry Potter scene in which anything that you touch multiplies. It's Damn. in the book. If you hadn't, if you haven't read Harry Potter with your kids, it's the greatest experience of all time. And listening to it on Audible is even better. Okay, so you got to do it. But there's a moment to where you touch something and it multiplies. That's what it was like with mugs in our house for a while. <laughs> And his dad used to give out Rich Eisen baseball cards to anybody. He'd go oh, to, like, right. the doctor's office. His, do you know who my son is? He has a card. I, at one point, was, like, handing out these mugs to, like, the UPS guys. I'm like, hey, guys, want a mug? I, I felt like I was, like, peddling something out of the garage, which I really was. But it's time to do a reorder. What else should we get? What other swag should we get? I, I, I'm uncomfortable with you just haphazardly making these decisions live on the air. Why? <laughs> Because 
<laughs> Why? Why not? Well, I, I'm I'm here for irrational decisions, but that's just not how you are irrational all the, all the time. I am exactly, but that's not how other people operate in this building. Who's uh, gonna Who's gonna do it? I'm I'm okay if you want to do it, but I'll the person it. who normally sits there takes forever to make decisions. Okay, I always tell everybody, don't ask Rich. It, people are like, what's Rich's schedule like? I'm like, don't don't ask him. Ask me. You want some swag? I'll order some swag, okay, people. Great. <laughs> I want swag. <laughs>